Hey, what's going on out there, guys? This is DJ, your town treasurer. How are you, Deb? Hey, I'm good. Happy New Year! Happy New Year. It's this is 2021. De- this is 2021. It is Wednesday, January the 6th, 2021, and I am Deb Mortweet, your deputy treasurer. Yeah, and I'm DJ Garcia, your town treasurer. This is After the Checks Are Signed, our podcast that we do to discuss things that are happening in town. Yeah. Um, right now, it's budget season, so that's what this episode's Whoa. all about. Get excited, guys. Whoa. Numbers. It's going to be like seventh grade math class all over again. <laughs> you know, so we have some things that we'd like to share with you guys. We've got some updated statistics for you about this awesome podcast that I, you're listening to. I have people that talk about us everywhere. I know, I but it. you're you're more connected than me. You have like friends all around the country who text and call and say, you're yeah. so awesome, Deb. And they're, who's that guy you're with? Well, he's, he's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if she likes me, then you should like me too. Uh, but our stats are, so we looked on Spotify and we have 22 listeners and 140 streams, and then on Podbean, which is our original location, 667 streams. Wow. You know, that's exciting, guys. We appreciate you listening to hear the support. We've gotten emails, texts, um, Facebook messages from all you guys giving us your input and feedback. And we're just doing it because it's fun. Yeah. I get to pull out my old recording equipment and we hang out at your beautiful house yeah. and you bring me water and you make me desserts yeah. sometimes. sometimes. So thank you for hosting us. <laughs> oh, and my pleasure. Being my co-host and my deputy treasurer and my friend and all those other but things. But most importantly, we're doing this because we feel like we need to share this opportunity of free speech. Yeah. And we listen to, we either attend or listen to our select board and or budget meetings. We feel like we have something to say. We feel like our saying it, you'll go and sometimes, because sometimes we'll say you wouldn't believe that you need to watch it. Yeah. This is an important, this is an important thing. Not only are we taxpayers, we're citizens and we feel like this is using our free speech that has been given to us. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully our involvement and us telling you our perspective will make you want to go and get your own so you can get involved yourself. You can go to the Zoom meetings, go to the town website, which I wonder how many of our listeners have even done that. Yeah. I mean, who knows? WiltonNH.gov. That's right. So you can go there. You can see all the agendas, all the people involved. My name's on there. I think your name's on there, too, because we're town officials. But anyways, we're going to move on. So generally, we try to stick to... Things that happen at the select board meeting, it's kind of like our muse. It's like where we go off and discuss our feelings about what's happening in town. And that's kind of like the the peak of the mountain. That's yeah. where it all kind of starts. And that trickles down from there. At this week's select board meeting, which was on the 4th, because yeah. yeah. it was Monday. Yeah. Uh, so, But this is the first meeting of the select board of Wilton in 2021. Yep. Yep. They were in you know, new year form. And they discussed quite a few things right now. Like we mentioned earlier, it's budget season. So there was a lot of discussion at that meeting about budgets, particularly uh, warrant articles and uh, proposed budgets by certain departments and things to be on the lookout for. They actually discussed the town meeting again. So in our last podcast, we discussed how They were considering changing the town meeting Mm -hmm. to maybe be all virtual or maybe even do it in May, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, do it on the the flats out at the elementary school. Mm -hmm. They discussed the town meeting and how they're waiting to hear from the state. Mm -hmm. But right now, the select board feels we're going forward. Mm -hmm. We're going to have this meeting as we have for 200 plus years Mm -hmm. in this little town. Mm -hmm. We didn't hand count the votes this year, but... Mm -hmm. 
We are still going to have our town meeting according to the select board. So unless the state or secretary of state or uh, attorney general comes down and says, no, Wilton, you're going to meet virtually, then we'll see you in March, right? Right. That that would be March 9th for the vote and March 11th for the town meeting. Okay. So March 11th right now is when it's scheduled to be the meeting. So mark your calendars now. Uh, It's generally a Thursday and it started earlier last year. I believe it started at 6 last mm-hmm. year and says 6.30. Mm-hmm. can sometimes be a long bid, uh, kind of like some of the select board meetings, kind of like some of our podcast episodes, but <laughs> you still get informed. Yeah. Uh, but that's when you're going to show up and you're going you're gonna to cast your own vote as the uh, legislative body. You're going to yes. cast your own vote for all the items that we're going to discuss today. Yep. They uh, went over warrant articles, firstly. So some of the warrant articles that were proposed uh, that you're going to get your opportunity to vote on in March are uh, making lease payments for highway vehicles, which we committed to them four years ago. So we're probably going to go ahead and make those payments this year. But the way that municipal accounting works is you have to pay the lease and vote on the lease every year. So that's why towns in the past haven't wanted to do leases because it's easier to just buy it then you don't have to get any more approval. Yeah. And if, if the town were to decide at the meeting, we don't want to make this lease payment, then the truck's got to go back. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of an awkward situation to be in for the department and for the company who has the vehicle uh-huh. and all that. They also are going to make another lease payment on a police cruiser. Uh, and then the fire department... Yeah, the fire department came up and they're looking to get a new engine. Uh, So, and that's not like for their one of their trucks. That's a whole fire engine, like one of the long ones that carries ten firefighters and eighteen hundred gallons of water, and you know all all kinds of other things. But apparently, it's like a year out. That's what the chief was saying is that if we we ordered it today, we wouldn't see it till this time next year. Six hundred fifty thousand bucks. It's a lot of money. That's to replace engine one. Yep. I think you have more of the stats there. They also talked about getting a new forestry truck. So that replaces one of our old ones from the 80s. Replaces three. Engine replaces three. engine three. And then... It carries people and has the ability to tow a trailer. Okay. 100000 for that one is going to be a warrant article. And then 55000 for the chief's vehicle. And I think that one makes a lot of sense because right now, you know, the chief drives around in his personal vehicle and it's not really equipped to fight fires because it's his personal vehicle. So if he has one that, you know, he's ready to go to work in, I think that is a huge value to the town. So it'll be outfitted with ladders and lights and walkie talkies and defibrillators and everything that a fire chief knows how to use will be probably in that chief's vehicle. They're going to start Thinking about replacing the air packs again for the fire department. So 15000 this year for air pack replacement and 50000 for water holes. So those are all things that the taxpayers are going to vote on at the town meeting. Mm-hmm. So the two lease payments, some upgrades for the fire department. We have 25 firefighters. There's, yep, they're growing their de- department, likely yep. because they have an active chief who's there daily, yes. really building the department and doing a great job. Some of the other things that were discussed. Well, actually, that was really in the majority of the warrant articles because they want to keep it pretty low-key this year. The rest of them were just... Yeah, like MS4 stuff. Yeah. Nothing too big to really share about, but I think that that's by design because they don't want to have a controversial warrant article that would make people who want to get involved not be there because Mm -hmm. they're uh, uh, fears of COVID. So they're really trying to keep this town meeting a little dulled down, if you will, just to 
get through, get the budgets approved. Speaking of budgets, I went to the budget committee meeting last night. Uh, that was on the 5th. And uh, at that meeting, this is where the same presentations that have been made to the select board are made to the budget committee, who are the ones who are really crafting and drafting the budgets for each department. So each member gets assigned to a department and they have meetings with the director or the chief or the manager of that department. And they, you know, go through the budget. Do you need this many pencils? Do you need to tie your shoes with seven pairs of laces? Like whatever the facts are, they go through and dig through it. Well, at the budget committee last night meeting, uh, it was discussed about the ambulance department budget. And How many times has the ambulance department budget been discussed, DJ? Uh, every meeting. Every meeting. There was a time this past year, well, yeah, I think it was this past year where literally every select board meeting, they were looking at what was going on with the budget of or with the expenditures of the ambulance and over time has been cut, not just from them, but from the entire town, because, you know, we just don't want to be overspending when people are losing their jobs. And, and this is a service that last year there were four towns putting in that were using our service. That mm -hmm. is, is they fund it a little bit, but Wilton is responsible for how it is run. Yep. So we're the main check signers. Um, so that was um, a year ago. Temple was involved in that. And now it's just Greenfield, Lineborough, and Wilton. That was pretty much what was being discussed at the budget committee meeting last night. So one of the major changes, and this was actually brought up at the select board meeting, and we discussed this in the previous podcast episode, is that the way that the budgeting has been being done, it has been based on billing. So when you you know, go and pick somebody up in an ambulance, they accrue a bill. When you bill them, that's considered the revenue of the ambulance department. However, we've been really bad at collecting in, in, for our ambulance department. So it's actually not how much money we've been getting. So we've been using the number we were supposed to be getting to budget to operate the ambulance department. And it's actually, we're getting much less than that. If I recall 2018, we didn't collect on like $170,000 worth of billings. Now we since have, we being the town, have installed a, a write-off policy where it needs to go in front of the board and they decide what gets written mm -hmm. off and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, at the budget committee meeting, they talked about how they changed the way it's accounted now for the budgeting. So instead of revenue, it's now cash received. So in 2020, our cash received is like two hundred and nine or ten thousand dollars is how much we've received for next year's budget. They put that number in as the revenue line, but it's not revenue; it's money received. So that's what they're using to offset the cost to each of the towns. Now that we're at that point, you have to now consider: okay, well, in past years they've been budgeting for two hundred and sixty, two hundred and seventy, three hundred thousand dollars over what? what they are receiving exactly over what they're actually receiving which in 2018 we know we didn't receive one hundred and seventy thousand mm -hmm. dollars worth of build revenues now we're at the point where when you put in the money we're actually receiving into the budget combined with the fact that now we're going to be billing the other towns based on call volume and not population which is how the ima is currently written when you factor in those two things, it led to an increase in cost to the town of Greenfield of 
So if you let's just do make the math real easy for those of us that are bad at math. If Greenfield paid a hundred dollars last year for ambulance service, this coming year they're going to pay one hundred and seventy-eight dollars, seventy-eight percent price increase. Lineborough forty-eight percent, and Wilton was just over forty percent. That it was going to go up increase for this year, and it's based on changes to the way that we have split up the percentage of. Mm -hmm support needed from the towns based on call volume and also changing the way that we account for revenues or money received. So if I was Greenfield and I saw that 78% increase coming to my budget, I might have to, because they came on to us, they, they had used Peterborough. Mm -hmm. They came on to us. It's like, it's just too expensive. What can you, how, how can you provide that service for us? What will it cost us? And the comment that I made at the budget committee meeting last night was that Greenfield came to our service because it was cheaper than what Peterborough was doing, most likely because based on new information that Wilton taxpayers have been subsidizing the ambulance service. So we went from four mm-hmm. participating to three this last year. And if we would have to move it to if Greenfield left us, if Limeboro left us, we would be we would be funding this all ourselves. Correct. The taxpayers of Wilton. So maybe it's time for us to consider being a customer too, which is kind of a comment that was made by the chairman of the board a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, why are we getting involved in operating a multi-town ambulance service when we're not good at it? It's not a cash cow. It's more of a pig pit. <laughs> a pig pen. That's right. So... That's what's currently going on. Um, Just to update, if if that intrigues you and you want to learn more, then they're going to be having a select board meeting next Monday. The 12th. uh, The 12th. And then they're also going to be having an additional budget committee meeting on the 13th. Which is Zoom, right? Which is going to be Zoom. So you go to the website and go to budget committee and then go to Zoom. There'll be a link right in there. Agenda, and you can say something. You're, yeah. you're, you can you can speak in public comments. And the budget committee is uh, very amicable to people participating. They they love to have the input of people outside because you know they're looking at it all day. They're blinded by the numbers. They they yeah. all look the same after a while. You can go there, and that's when the other towns are going to get uh, to participate in you know, what they're involved in. So the ambulance department Greenfield is going to be able to make any comments that they want to make about the 78% price increase. Furthermore, another comment I made was that maybe we need to use some of the money that the ambulance department currently has to offset some of this cost because they have, you know, some money in the bank right now that we can put in, you know, just like the town of Wilton, our select board decides to use a percentage of our unexpended fund balance Mm -hmm in order to change the tax increase for the taxpayers. So why can't we do something similar to that with the ambulance department where, hey, we, we know we can't sell an 80% price increase to one of our customers. And DJ, you know these things because you are the treasurer. Sure. You're not, make, you're not making this stuff. You actually have those numbers right at your fingertips that you can, yeah. you can get into, which, which I think it was very helpful for you to be involved in that budget meeting last night because um, because you were you you know that you were able you were able to speak and you were able to say this you know and and I, I appreciate that mm. I appreciate your being You're able to do that and I do it because that's what I enjoy I mean the reason I'm the treasurer is because I geek out over numbers I like looking at 
sales and expenses and decreasing cost and labor and all that. For some reason, it's what I enjoy. It's what I enjoy about running my own business. I'm happy to do it. And I feel like that's why I'm here. I feel like I'm here to be the steward of the town's money. And the best way I know how to do that is treat it like it's my own business, you know, And, and, and in doing that, like that was some of the comments that I made last night was that it's oversight. You know, uh, the, I made that in a discussion. I said, you know, th- that the problem with government is that it just folds in on itself because it gets too big and not everybody can watch everything. And you the know? budget committee is not elected. No. You are elected. Yeah. So, I mean, you can hold me accountable for the things that I'm saying and the, and, and the, and the suggestions I'm making. But ultimately, I want you all to know that, you know, I own three pieces of property in the town of Wilton, and I'm thinking about my own pocket just as much as yeah. everybody else's. Uh, and I think that's also a perspective that really needs to get driven home in our little town is that, you know, we are a little town. I mean, there's only 3,800 of us, you know, and, and half of that actually owns property here. Ambulance coverage service, you can co-op that with someone else. Our roads we need to take care of. Yeah. I think that our highway department has gotten pushed back a lot of times, but none of these vehicles, our police, our ambulance, our firefighters, cannot get to places that they need to if the ro- if they can't get there sure. because of the roads. That's yeah. not something we can co-op up. Right. And, you know, you're a gravel uh, representative too, aren't you? So you're kind of... Yeah, we haven't done a whole lot. That's yeah. been, but just because of how things have been. Yeah. But I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for them. Sure. You know, that's kind of the bit. So, like I said, that was a little piece, a little taste of the budget committee that happened last night. Generally, we focus on the select board, but they were really kind of, you know, a lot of synergies between them at this right time of now, year. This time Kelly, of year. Kelly Sue is our representative, yep. our our select board representative to the budget committee. So. So she was able to hear what you said, too, because it's kind of like we didn't know that full Mm -hmm. story on Monday night when they were talking about things. And so I'm glad you brought that up because at the select board meeting on Monday night, they made decisions to move forward with some of the suggestions by the Sand Hill Reservoir Committee Mm -hmm. um, to the tune of like $4,900 or so to make some life safety adjustments to build the fabled parking lot in the town-owned land. So that's going to happen. I guess they're saying it's like 20 parking spaces. They anticipate that it's going to take some of the strain off of the illegal parking that's been happening in that Mm -hmm. area. Area. People mm-hmm. go into the Garwin Falls and go into the reservoir. Now there's going to be a parking space for them. And then Kelly Sue, the representative, brought that discussion from the select board to the budget committee last night and had them put that money into the budget. It's it's important to have that representative from the select board to really you yeah. know deliver the will of that board to the committees that are there to support them. Yeah. Not to breeze through that, but it, it is going to move forward. So this coming spring, there's going to be parking up at the res. Uh, there's going to be a kiosk for information and I think to make donations into as well. Mm-hmm. They're also looking for people to donate. So mm-hmm. businesses in town, individuals, people who you know want to see a certain outcome up there, they can make donations to kind of mold it that way. Mm-hmm. The money that they're spending up there is barely anything yeah. you know so it's under I mean, five thousand dollars yeah so they can certainly make that decision. Yep. I and, thought I thought they did a good job of yeah saying what that first phase will be. Exactly. We discussed the town meeting uh, that's coming up, and most likely it's going to be at the high school. And it looks like that was the majority of what we have written down up there. Okay. I would like to talk a little bit about COVID. 
Okay, um, let's hear it. As, as we looked at the other night, our active cases in Wilton were 25 active cases of COVID. Just That's just in Wilton. And I'm sure that's been updated this morning because that was Monday night. Um, um, the vaccine is available. I have personally, I have friends who have gotten it um, that work in healthcare. I think that... On Monday night, we had a total of like 88 cases. So for sure, by town meeting, we will have in Wilton, we'll have had over 100 cases. Mm -hmm. So keeping that distancing, keeping your hands washed, if you can't wash your hands with soap and water, using your hand sanitizer, staying masked when when it's appropriate. DJ and I are not masked here. We're sitting across the table. I'm just taking for granted he's been healthy. I have not been anywhere. I'm good. I just would like to advocate for vaccinations when, yeah. it, when it comes forward. I will get mine as soon as I can. I want that to be available as quickly as possible. I think that New Hampshire has done a good job about getting those out to the people mm-hmm. as they are being laid out in layers. So hopefully... I hope I have my vaccination by March. I've had two negative tests. I have had two serology tests when I donated blood. Everything's been negative. And I look forward to this time where I can get back to roaming about the country. Um, I'll, I'll still stay masked when I'm in public yeah. around, around people that are not a part of my bubble. I just, um, one of the comments that was made at the very end of the meeting last night, because COVID is something we've all learned about and been educated about. Back in the 60s when I was in elementary school, a long time ago, I'm 60 and in the 60s I was in elementary school. But we had something then called cooties. I don't know. Is that a word that yeah, you had? Yeah. You know, cooties. and it was touchback, cooties, touchback. And, yeah. and it's something that kids understand yep. that not wanting to touch something. Low may it be a day that we can say that cooties, worse than COVID. That was, that was the last thing that was said the other night yeah. before the... Before the um, camera turned off, camera turned off, and and it just made me laugh. And I look forward to the time that we can go back to when kids think that cooties are worse than COVID. May I, we have that perspective. I hear you there, and I hope that it's gone just as soon as you do. Yeah. Um. So that we can all get back to normal. Yep. That's that. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This is After the Texts Are Signed. Let's not forget. Let's not forget because we did forget. (laughs) Yeah, we have forgotten, but we not this time, that no taxpayer dollars were used in the production of this episode. None. Uh, Taxpayers, but not their dollars. Our our dollars. Our dollars. And time. Uh, With that being said, you have a great week. Happy New Year, everybody, and we'll hear you next time. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye.